Hi, welcome to Everything's Coming Up STEM. We're your hosts, Kunda and Zikambiani. In this episode, we'll discuss confidence versus skill. So don't touch that dial. Welcome back to Everything's Coming Up STEM. So like we said in the introduction, today we're looking at skills versus confidence. So let me give confidence in my own definition. I think for me, that's you got this. Like simply, if I'm feeling confident, then in my head or in my mind, I know I've got this, whether it's a, whether it's uh, something to do with work, home, or something personal, my confidence go-to is you've got this, you've got this. That feeling of just knowing, okay, I don't know how, but yeah, you've got this. <laughs> what, what would your definition be, Zikambiani? Yeah, I think it's basically the same thing. So like doing things with your chest, just basically doing things and knowing that they'll always work out. Yeah, I think that's my definition. So, okay, I understand that. But does it matter if things go well? I don't think it does, actually. Like, I feel like if, if, you're, if you're confident, even though things don't go well you still know that, oh, I can get back from this. You, you know, like you said, like, I'm going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine, no matter what happens. I think that's sort of what, com- I mean, for me, that's what confidence is. Like, yes. just being really sure of yourself. Yes, and like being sure from the beginning, regardless of what the outcome is. So whether things go in a positive way or a negative way, but being confident that you'll be able to bounce back. Yeah. If it's positive and you'll be able to thrive, if it's actually... um Oh, if it's positive, you'll be able to thrive. And if it's negative, you'll be able to bounce back. Just to sum it up, confidence is the state of being clear-headed that a chosen course of action is the best or most effective. Yeah. Google definitions. Oh, yes. Google (laughs) definitions. So you can look those up. Uh, And then skill. Okay. So I think we've tackled confidence a little there. And then skill is simply the learned ability to perform an action. So or maybe the ability to do something well with mm-hmm. the required expertise. So, yeah, that's skill. And I think us going through university was us acquiring skills. But other than the, let's say, the standard skills that we learn in our courses or in, in, in universities, what, what do you think are some of the necessary skills that one would require in STEM? I think some of the really good skills to have are being able to adapt because I think with technology, I think with all STEM courses or STEM subjects, you have like, you deal with a lot of technology and technology is quickly changing. So even though, for example, you did like, like we did electrical, we did electrical engineering, right? Yes. But then with that, you still have to use like certain softwares. You can find yourself programming. So you have to be able to learn stuff quickly and be able to basically adapt to an ever-changing environment. Oh, yes. Yes, I just feel like that, that's a really good one. I think the ability, <laughs> I don't know if this counts as a skill, but also the ability to learn quickly and implement that. That's something that should always, you should always have an open mind and willing to learn. You can't find yourself stuck in a certain pattern, especially with what we do sometimes. It's it's always changing. It's always um, It's always evolving. Or you find maybe something new has come up, and the program that you are learning yesterday is no longer needed. Relevant, right? 
or maybe even just equipment. I noticed, um, let's say, for example, in our substations, before we would have oil circuit breakers, eh? Mm-hmm. And then they'll teach you how to, um, the maintenance of an oil circuit breaker. Yeah. But now with, like, this safety and us having all these improvements, we have air, what do they call gas? It's air. S- SF6? Yeah, it's like a, a gas thing. I can't remember. See, see. I don't remember anything I did there. But yeah, it's like SF6, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't believe I forgot that. I would read that every day. Yes, SF6. And it's the way it operates, principles are always the same, but then um, things change and you have to be able to learn and be able to still implement that. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't mean you don't always have the luxury of going back to school for that. That's the unfortunate part. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. I think that was a big... What, what other skill do you think you need? Ah, what other skill? Um, yeah, I think a lot of soft skills. Like, a lot of yeah. a lot of soft skills. I'm trying to think of some... Teamwork, I think. Because I think with... Um, I feel like this is uh, a thing in every industry, basically. But, like, you do work with um, other members of the team to achieve a certain goal. And it's not like they'll necessarily be in your line of work. Like, you could be working with a programmer. You could be working with a mechanical engineer. You could be working with a... Um, well, with electrical engineers, and I feel like you have to find like a nice in between point so that you can achieve your goal. So I think teamwork is a big one, because then if you if you kind of disregard other people's other people's part, like the parts that they play in the team, then everything falls apart, right? Oh yes, yes. It's like it's a it's one big cake, and everyone has a certain. <laughs> I don't know if cake is the right analogy to use, yeah. but yes, like everyone plays a part, and it all works together. So teamwork, yeah, that's something that you have to learn to work as a team and also learn to carry your weight in a team too. Yes. Oh my God. I feel like, do you think those are two separate things? Like working, well, I feel like it comes to the same thing, but like working in a team and actually carrying your weight. Cause I feel like sometimes you work in a team and there's some people who don't do <laughs> Okay. But this is not what this episode yeah, is about. Yeah, no, you know, when you just, it, it reminded me of uh, school assignments or yeah. group work and like, Oh, okay. Oh. So, but yeah, okay, this isn't for that. But yes, I do. That That's something that you should learn. And like, yeah, I think we start that training earlier on. Like yeah. when you have group work, you have group um, group things to do, group discussions. That's training you to actually be a valuable member in a team, even for your professional career. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, between the two, which one would you say you'd pick given the choice? Confidence or skills? Well... <laughs> Um, I feel like it's good to have a nice balance of both, right? Or am I, am I only allowed to pick one? Uh, okay, in percentages, which one would you pick more than the other? I feel like I would pick confidence to be like 60. Okay. And skill to be 40. You know why? Uh-huh. I suppose it's good to have both, right? But with confidence you you'll be in a better position to carry your message across if you get what i mean yeah no i actually agree I actually agree like mm-hmm. even both are necessary but the proportion of 60 confidence 40 skill because once again a skill is something that you can learn mm-hmm. so you can pretty much learn to do anything if you have the confidence to put yourself up for that that task exactly true so i would also pick the confidence to do certain things um 
Yes, confidence simply knowing, like we said, it's simply knowing you've got this. So whether it's you having to learn that skill to achieve mm-hmm. that task, it works out well. And also, what did I want to add on to this? Um, the more, let's say, the, if, if you have confidence, if you start out with confidence, you're able to learn more skills, which again, tie you back to having more confidence. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. What, what would your percentages be? Would it be the same? Uh, my percentages would be maybe, okay, 50-50. 50-50, okay, fair enough. Yeah, because huh? yeah, at the end of the day, let's say if you're in the field of medicine, there's no, you can't BS your way through that. You can't. <laughs> True. You can't, yeah, you can't watch Grey's Anatomy and expect to. You're like, I heard the word stethoscope. And then you're like, that was, I don't know any medical terms clearly. But yeah. Yeah, because, uh, and also with regards to STEM, I feel like STEM is actually um, a skills based area. Yeah. So um, it relies mostly on what you've learned and being able to apply that. Because I think, oh, before I even go any further, we had a lot of questions on what STEM is, and we've kept on mentioning this. STEM is actually science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So it's just a a term used to define all those disciplines. So in terms of STEM, we, STEM is, yes, it's it's a a skills-based field, if that makes sense. Yeah. But carry confidence along the way. I just wanted to bring up this, uh, this, uh, effect that we found, which is called the Dunning-Kruger effect, which basically says like when you have, okay, so it's a graph, which is confidence and experience, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, skill comes with experience. That's a given. So basically it's like when you have no experience at all, that's when you're like the most confident, right? <laughs> and then as you kind of, gain more experience your confidence like drops and then it like rises again there's a whole graph maybe we'll share the graph somewhere we'll share the graph on our our instagram on our socials oh yes yeah but i'm actually shocked because in my head i thought the more experience i got the more confident i would be no you know what it makes sense because i feel like you know when you we said this ignorance is bliss right (laughs) so like one when you get to learning you start learning different things you discover how much you don't actually know so it's like for example hmm, what example can i give (laughs) i don't have any yeah but like you you hmm, hmm, i'm thinking i'm trying to think of an example it's like when you think one plus one is two, mm-hmm. right? No, that's a terrible example because that's the most straightforward. <laughs> thing. That's the most straightforward thing. Okay, but I, I I I do understand what you're saying. I think um I've heard this maybe from the experience of others. You know, when you start out your your okay, let's say if you start your bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm you have a broader understanding of things. Mm. So you're not really an expert in any field, but you can do the overall. But then people who take a step further and specialize in a field, let's say they do their master's and then up to their PhD, they realize like, okay, I only know so much about this. And there are so many other things that I don't know much about. I think so. It's like, cause if like when you know nothing and you don't have experience, right? You know, like the concept in its most simple form. So you don't have any, you don't think of the external factors that are affecting it, right? And then when you go deeper, you start saying, Oh, this affects this in this way. And this affects this in that way. And this affects this in that way. So you say there's so many other things to think about. 
So then your confidence level kind of drops because you're like, oh, it's not just this. It's all this I have to think about. Does that make sense? It does. I th- I'm trying to understand. I think it does. We'll leave it up to up to our audience. We'd like to hear what you have to say or what your thoughts are about that. Because I don't know. I feel like I still disagree with this. Although I know it's, it's, it's a non-study. Mm-hmm. So you can Google that. The Dunning-Kruger effect. Uh, yeah. No, it's... it's I, I understand the logic, but in my mind, I always thought if, you, if you're experienced in a field, you'd be more confident to teach. Yeah. No, I feel like it's a thing about like realizing how much you don't actually know. And then that's uh, when your confidence drops, right? Okay. And then when you go back to learn the things that you don't know, then your confidence starts to rise again because you're like, oh, now I know this and now I know this. Okay. That's a, that's a good explanation. And then uh, let's say if you wanted to tackle specifically let's say women in terms of their confidence and skill set when it comes to STEM oh yeah I feel like this is obviously we are like we're talking from our own personal experiences so you know don't expect us not to bring up like women in STEM am I right which I feel like it's always it's always a good discussion to have because then it opens people's eyes to um different experiences I feel like the 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 point that I want to bring up was um basically I was um, I was listening to this Q&A um on a book called Women and Leadership, right? Yeah, Women in Leadership, I think. And um I think yeah, Women in Leadership, it's a book that's written by Ngozi Okonjo and uh Julia Gillard. I hope I'm pronouncing those right. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I think they were talking about, I think this is mostly to do with fostering confidence, right? Like building mm-hmm. confidence. And they were talking about uh, how an experiment was carried out with uh, female scientists and male scientists. And so basically, they found that uh, the female scientists didn't really ask questions when they had meetings or didn't make suggestions and that kind of thing. And uh, they kind of assumed it was because A, they were not confident and B, they were intimidated by the male scientists, right? Mm -hmm. So digging deeper into that, they found that every time a male scientist brought up a point that was, say, 50% wrong and 50% right, the everyone would accept the 50% right and help them through the 50% wrong so that then they could have like something that's actually feasible. And then if a female scientist brought up a point that was 50% wrong and 50% right, they would just look at the 50% wrong and completely disregard the 50% right. So then that, because of that, the female scientists decided they, they didn't speak up as much, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a thing about fostering confidence where like it's a way if you are in an environment that lets you speak up and give your opinions even though they are wrong and helps you through that wrong you're more confident to give your your opinions right yes but then if you're in an environment where every time you say something you're kind of shut down or if if what you say is like slightly wrong you're shut down then you don't have the confidence to say what you want to say right Yes, yes, I can actually relate a lot to mm-hmm. that. It's very you you feel intimidated when all that's focused upon is the negative or yeah. is the is the aspect that you're not quite sure about or the aspect that you're actually still working on when it should be the other way around. We should fo- 
Sorry, we should focus on what's actually working, the positive, and then work together to build it to a product or something that's actually sustainable and workable. Yeah. Ah, okay, that was really yeah. interesting. So I feel like that's another thing about, um, I guess, working within STEM, which let us know if we have any listeners that aren't really in STEM. Let, just let us know your experiences in different fields because I think it's for confidence, building confidence. Sometimes it's not just a personal thing. Like I think a big part of it is like personal, like you should try to build your own confidence, like no matter the situation. But I think a big part as well is the environment you're in because then it, it, it determines how difficult or how easy it will be for you to build your confidence. And if you're in an environment that doesn't allow you to grow, doesn't allow you to speak, even though be you wrong or be you right, then it's way harder for you to build your confidence. So I feel like I hope in workplaces, in schools, that kind of thing, I hope that people are giving people a chance to be wrong because it's okay to be wrong. And helping them through that, if you get what I mean. No, I do. That's actually a really good point. The environment also matters. I feel like, uh, okay, most of the time we focus on ourselves and as, as individuals, what we're doing, what we're bringing, but then the environment that we're placed in also matters. You don't expect to grow, let's say, for example, uh, if something is meant to be in an alkaline environment and it, grow, it can't grow in an acidic environment, or does that add up? Yeah, I think so. So, uh, yeah, the environment does play a big role. And... Something that I noticed with our culture as a whole, or maybe let me not generalize it, but we tend to focus or downplay or emphasize on what was negative. Mm -hmm. And then because of that, then it says, okay, now we pack up and we can't do this. But that shouldn't be the attitude. Even when things go wrong, even when things don't work out, you still have to st like look at it again and see why it didn't work out mm -hmm. and then work from there to something that's actually yeah. tangible. Yeah, what's that saying? Rome wasn't built in a day? Yes. It was built in two days. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yes. But yeah. Okay. Ah, okay. That's a good one. Also, another way of uh, building your confidence is to actually allow yourself to do things. I feel like Ziki, you've already touched on this, the environment as well, and allowing yourself to do things, mm -hmm. explore things, have an open mind. If you think you're not good at something or you think there's something that you need to work on. Once again, like we said, a skill is simply something learned. Work towards that. Learn for that particular skill. So it's never, it's okay never to start out with confidence or to start out with low confidence, but you still work on it because the two really do tie it together. Yeah, confidence is a skill, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So there's no black and white line in the end or it's, it, it, they all tie in together. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any last words for our audiences? I mean, let us know which one you'd rather. Let us know your skill and confidence percentages, which you'd rather have more. Now, I think I'm interested to see people's opinion on this. Oh, yes. I think we could do an Instagram poll as well for that. Yeah. So don't forget, once again, to follow us on our social media platforms. So on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Tukulestem. On Facebook, we are Tukule STEM Network. So like, follow, and uh, stay tuned or catch up with us on our Instagram, on our social media platforms just to follow what we're actually doing. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Look out for our next episodes. We air episodes every two weeks. 
And if you want to come on the show as a guest or you want to feature, please let us know. And if there are certain topics that you'd like us to discuss, also let us know via our social media platforms. And uh, join us next time when everything's coming up still.